A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. While some people were speaking about how the temple was adorned with costly stones and votive offerings, Jesus said, all that you see here, the days will come when there will not be left a stone upon a stone. All will be thrown down. They asked him, teacher, when will this happen? What sign will there be that these things are about to happen? He answered, see that you are not deceived, for many will come in my name saying, I am he, the time is now, do not follow them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for such things must happen first. But it will not end immediately, and that will not be the end. And he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be powerful earthquakes, famines, plagues from place to place. Some sights and mighty signs will come from the sky. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> At the time Jesus said this, the temple had already, excuse me, at the time this was recorded by Luke, the temple was already knocked down. That happened in around 56, when the Roman forces just had too much of the Jews and just came in and devastated the land. So Jesus, in his insight, knew the future, we think, from this, or Luke decided to write it into the Gospel when he wrote it late in the 70s. So what happened was the temple was destroyed. But prior to that, the people are admiring the temple like it was the thing and the place to be. There's a phrase in today's book of Revelation, reading, about the temple in heaven. Another angel came out of the temple in heaven who had a sharp sickle. Historically, that reading was written at the end of the first century, maybe 80, maybe 90, from the book of Revelation. So what we have here are not mind reading and not crystal balling they were written into history but they were they were well recorded so when luke wrote his history had already happened when the book of revelation was written it already happened so the eyes of faith are what the authors used to apply the direction of our lives now, the church uses these readings now, a few days from the beginning of the new liturgical year. Sunday, Feast of Christ the King, ended liturgical year. So we're starting again. I always used to say, if Jesus does not return on Saturday night, before the first Sunday of Advent, he's not coming. We have to wait again. That's what the whole season of Advent is all about, waiting for Jesus to return. 
and the Feast of Christ the King gives a summary for that glorious return. And as applied to these readings and applied to my, quote, theory, we don't know when Jesus is coming back. If you were to read this today, and we just read it, and compare it to what's going on in the world today, you would say it already happened. Indonesia had a major earthquake. The shooting in Colorado, people hating and, and torturing and killing each other. Ukraine. And if you just took the global map and realized these things are already happening. Insurrection, Iran, the insurrection going on there. Great fear, plagues, famines. It's all going on today. So you might as well put this, the gospel according to today's news. But it's not. It's a gospel according to Luke. And it gives us an idea that life is cyclical, although it's directed toward the end, and things repeat themselves. I'm sure when these readings were first wrote, written, those things had already happened. And Luke is only referring to the Romans coming in and putting words in Jesus' mouth that uh, the end will come and, and destruction and, and plagues and so on. Again, today, today's date could be right next to this. So what does that say? That Jesus predicted? No. He predicted that life is sucky. I wrote to a kid who just lost his mother, and I said, Michael, life sucks. That was my beginning consolation. It's not the most appropriate thing to say in church, but you get the idea. Life sucks. And things like this happen every day. Do we want it to happen? Are we glorifying it? No. But Jesus knew that people sometimes don't respect each other, that nations don't respect each other. The whole purpose of Jesus coming to us was to be the Prince of Peace. And we'll start looking at that again as we begin our Advent readings, celebrating why he came. But it's up to us to become people who participate in the life of the Prince of Peace. By prayer, by charity, by forgiveness, by understanding. By praying for the end of war. By praying for Indonesia, the greatest population of Muslims in the world. Praying for them as they suffer through the earthquake. Praying for the victims shot by that prejudicial author and, and gunman in Colorado, and knowing that the victims we're praying for were in a gay club, and we know where the church stands on the sanctity of life and the appropriateness of life, but they're people, and to quote a source, who are we to judge, St. Francis? So because their lifestyle wasn't agreeable to the shooter, he had the bizarre power to kill several. We don't care who the people are. 
because we as Catholics believe in the sanctity of life and we pray that all people look forward to Jesus as we do and respect Jesus as we do as people who bring the work of the Prince of Peace on earth. But that doesn't happen. People have diversity. People have different inclinations. We're not meant to make everybody the same, but we're meant to bring the message, the same message of peace to all people. This reading will get done again next year and the year after that and the year after that until the Prince of Peace returns. And according to a great author that I loved when I was in the seminary and still appreciate him a great deal, he's a Jesuit priest, Pierre Teilhard de Chardin, he predicted in theological terms that the end will come when all people on earth reach a pinnacle, and at that pinnacle, Jesus will come. For all people to reach that pinnacle, they all have to be of the same mindset of the return of Christ. And not even go one step further as they understand God to be. But still, when the message of peace and the message of Jesus reaches this pinnacle by all, by all people, then Christ will return. So get ready. He's inviting us to the heavenly temple. And it starts right here as we pray at his altar. Mm -hmm.